Welcome to Community Conversations, the See You Around community podcast all about you, your neighbourhoods and the people living in them. Each week we meet a lovely community member living locally and learn all about them, their passions and what attracted them to their neighbourhood. This week we meet full-time working mum Laura Jane. We find out all about maternity leave in the UAE, being a working mum and how to make the most of it. This is Community Conversations. Hello, Bella. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good to see you. It's always good to see you. Welcome to Community Conversations. Thank you. Welcome to Zero Gravity. Thank you. And now, why are we here? We've just launched a really exciting new product called Monday Shampoo and Conditioner. Um, it's SLS-free, paraben-free, and cruelty-free. I feel like you've said that a couple of times I've now. I've <laughs> said it a couple of times this week. So we've done a really exciting launch to just go around the beach clubs, do free hair braiding for all of the guys and gals. Um, and yeah, just talk about the brand and get it out there. Amazing. And the reason why we've come here today to record is obviously because you work full time. I do. And we are here to talk about you being a full-time mum uh-huh. and also a full-time working mum. Woo-hoo. First and foremost, who are you, Laura? Tell us about yourself. Oh, I just don't know where to start. Um, so, yeah, I'm Laura. I've lived in Dubai for four years now. Um, all of those have been working years, except the first six months when it was really hard to get a job. Um, I have a little boy called Leo. He is two and a half. I started following Laura because she was further along in her pregnancy mm-hmm. than I was and she was working and I was working and also pregnant and I just felt like we kind of were similar to we one another. connected. Connected we and did. I hadn't messaged you until I think Leo was born. Yeah. So I think it was, it's, it's very interesting how you kind of can connect with somebody without even knowing them and yeah. then like we talk on Instagram all the time and then the first time we met one another is like what best friends do, go to a ladies' day. Yeah, like, it's true. It nice wasn't like, let's just meet for a coffee. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. Let's have a nice time at the swimming pool. Um, so yeah, it was really, really nice. But um, I think I wanted to bring you on because I think you are one of the few mums that I see um, that has such a following that also works all the time and is mm. a full-time mum and full-time mm-hmm. with a job. And I think the first thing I want to ask is, in terms of your pregnancy, when you found out, how did you then get to your um, maternity leave and how did you plan that out for yourself? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm fairly open in saying I was not expecting to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... Same. (laughs) It's just the best way to go, guys. Um, I didn't have a plan of, right, this is how long I'm going to take off work or this is what I've saved up for or even actually knowing what my rights were and I hadn't been in my job that long Um, I hadn't even been to a doctor in Dubai my first experience at a doctor was I think I'm pregnant um, which was obviously also really daunting but I think the actual work during pregnancy I didn't mind because I think and you know how it is when you just work it's it doesn't come into your head that you have an option yeah it's not oh well I'm pregnant I feel a bit tired well I can't go to work it's I need to go to work yeah. And that's your priority because that's just the way your brain is wired, right? Um, so I didn't have a single sick day while I was pregnant. There were a couple of days maybe I worked from home if I was feeling really tired. Back then, of course, work from home was like Nothing. a swear word. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was lucky. You know, my employer was flexible to allow me to do that. Um, in terms of maternity leave, it took me quite late on into my pregnancy to realize that 
I was only going to get 45 days, which mm. is obviously their standard in Dubai. Um, and that's 45 complete days. That's yeah. obviously doesn't include or exclude weekends. Um, so that works out about six weeks. Yeah. You know, there's things that you can't plan for within that time. Um, obviously, I had, well, I think we both had C-sections. Yes. And that's the time before you're even basically allowed out of bed, pretty you're much. You're not even allowed to drive until you're six weeks post-op. Yeah. So I think it is It is very interesting that that is an option here. I think yeah. a, a really good one to mention is in the USA, there's no maternity leave. Yeah. So it is on the discretion of the place that you work. Yeah. So... If they decide that, no, we just go whatever with whatever the government is offering, yeah. then you pop a baby out and you're expected to go yeah. back to work or you use what your holidays are. Yeah. And in the US, your holidays can be as low as like 14 days. True. And it's like, how are you meant to experience that? So I think True. when we look at the comparisons, we are lucky to even be given that out yeah. here. Um, I think six weeks is can, can be quite a short amount of time. Yeah. I know mums that have been able to do it. Yeah. Personally, I wasn't able to. Yeah. Um, I tried. It didn't work for me. I yeah. went back to work when Willow turned three months. Wow. And I was there for two weeks. And uh, then it was. I remember actually. I remember us having this conversation. Yeah. And I forgot my breast pump, and I was like, I need to leave now. I'm well, sorry. See, this is actually, I guess, another thing is all that preparation is companies or, or buildings here are not equipped even for that stuff. Yeah. I remember inquiring when I come back to work, where am I able to pump? And I asked a couple of. I didn't feel comfortable to really ask HR, so I asked a couple of girls in the office, and they were like. I just went in the storeroom on my lunch break yeah. and I was like, wow. And then you're keeping your breast milk in the communal fridge with everyone else that works in the office just didn't feel quite right. And yeah. that was one reason I think really that I kind of gave up on trying to breastfeed longer than what I did because yeah. I knew at three months, well, I'm going back to the office anyway, so I can try and pump out as much as I can right now. And there's no way I'm going to be able to continue a pump routine. I'm not taking in breast pads and a change of clothes and being sweaty and eating a disgusting amount to like keep my energy up. Yeah. It was just, it's not, it's not equipped. And I do think that's something that it shouldn't be a taboo. It shouldn't be, why am I going to hide in a cupboard mm -hmm. to breastfeed? I think if, you know, in employees were more accommodating those types of things maybe going back at such an early stage would be would a little feel bit more comfortable more yeah yeah i was following you on instagram and obviously i got to see you like for five months mm. be a mum and then go back to work and i i still remember so significantly your instagram stories mm. that you put up when you were like on your way back to the office yeah and i think you put a photo up of you like outside your car in like an in like your outfit yeah. ready to go back to the office and i remember it because to me, it felt like you were off for ages. Yeah. So how did you get what you ended up getting on? How much did you end up getting? Yeah. And how did you do it? So I was very lucky that Leo was born in December because I basically got to use my holiday from the prior year and then begged my employer basically to give me my holiday for the start of next year. But I kind of, I, I think if I remember rightly, I might have signed something that acknowledged, obviously, if I left the company because your holiday day is technically in lieu, that that would be reduced from my salary, okay. which made sense that I wasn't planning on leaving, so that was fine. Um, I also didn't take a single sick day in my pregnancy, so I had all my sick days 
from the year before. Amazing. And then the ones that were kind of, so that was just very lucky timing. Yeah. So plan your births in December, guys. <laughs> um, definitely helps. But, you know, I did have to have some difficult conversations that was actually in the UK, it's very normal to do that. Yeah. It's you save all your holiday, you don't take any sick day, and then you club it all together. And even my employer at the time was Australian and was like, we would never do that there. And I was very lucky that our HR girl was English. So that to her, she didn't question it, thank yeah. goodness. But I am well aware that 90% of the population here do not have that option. Yeah. It's six weeks. That's. And, come back. Yeah, yeah. and you come back and I can understand why some people if they're financially able would choose not to go back because yeah. that time is nothing I, I, I could not even tell you how I felt at six weeks but I was not in a stage even to leave the house I know let alone to be at work or around people or, or function as a human I think, being I think I gauged my like c-section recovery by if I could lift up yeah. Willow in her car seat. Yeah. And if I couldn't do that, I wasn't driving anywhere. And yeah. I have such a terrible pain threshold. Yeah. I don't think I left the house for like nine weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, to the odd appointment, but I would make my husband drive me. Like, yeah. I wasn't capable of doing it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel safe doing it. Yeah. Like, and I know that lots of mums are very different to that, but it's, it's yeah. obviously everybody's different. Yeah. If you could estimate, on top of the 45 days, how mm. many days do you think you got? I think, so I had like two weeks, I, I, I worked right up until two weeks before wow. because I wanted to have every single day that I could. So basically, I think 1st of December, I stopped working. He was due on the 16th. Um, I took two weeks sick, technically. Um, and then I had, I went back, I think it was the 1st of April. So three, three months, just over three months off. Wow. It was, yeah. It's still like still people, nothing yeah. really, and it's like if you when you compare to so I used to work for a brand that was based in London. Yeah. So when I think it was like two weeks before I left, but this was in like 2017, so I wasn't even in the mind of oh babies. Yeah. But then a notification came through of maternity leave, and it was like they offered a year and a half, wow. and it was like because London are offering a year and a half, we will also be doing the same. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Like, wouldn't that be lovely to be able to do that? And the point you made earlier about it coming back to the company, I do think that it should come down to company values mm -hmm. and company culture. If I was running my own company, I would be completely, it's, it's an unacceptable amount of time, yeah. in my opinion. It's not long enough at all for anyone. And what do dads get? One or two days? Like, let's not even get into the dads. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not long enough. And I... I do think, yes, maybe there's a sense of responsibility. I was not at a stage in my life where I thought, I need to look at maternity leave. The same way I think, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're not worried about your maternity leave. You're not worried about your pension. You don't even think, you don't about, think about, it, about, yeah. about these things. But my advice would definitely be, you know, if you are in that category and you're moving over, definitely do look at those things because it really blindsided me. And part of me just, you know, you assume, okay, we complain in the UK, maybe what we have isn't enough. Now, that would be the absolute dream. And it's it's something I would really value in a company that I'm potentially looking to move to. Okay, well, what's your maternity package? Yeah. Not because I'm planning to pop out another baby next week, <laughs> but because I want to know that I'm not in the same position again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the company I was working for at the time were also Australian. So they have, in Australia, a nine-month um, governmental maternity for everyone yeah so as a company they actually hadn't really had to think about what they offered their employees because their government have an, um, an amazing system for mm -hmm. them and um, which then obviously translated into my contract that they just assumed well our guys will have this but we hadn't kind of anticipated what 
we were going to have to do globally. Yeah. So you fall back on, you know, what, what our standard is. Yeah. So um, I do think it should be company discretion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, should be as long as possible. <laughs> as long as possible, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know any mom that has said, oh, thank goodness, I've just got nine months off my job. Yeah. No person has ever said that. And I just think if you can give your employee that time and respect and understanding they will come back tenfold exactly whereas i went back bitter and resentful and counting down the minutes until 5 p.m till i can leave and run out the door and me leaving at the door at five o'clock on the dot isn't me being disrespectful or saying i don't love my job but it's i need to rush home to actually see my child what would you say are the pros and cons of being a working mum If you'd asked me this when I first went back to work, I probably would have answered very differently. But I think now the pros are being able to go to the bathroom without a toddler around your ankles. I've never thought about that. That is a dream. Being able to have hot coffee and lunch with two hands. Those are things that I greatly appreciate. And don't get me wrong, being out of the house it is still, you know, nice that you have that time away. Um, it's not, I think people think it's time for yourself. It's not because your brain is in fog, but still it's it's time away from that. Um, I also think in terms of, you know, not that stay-at-home moms wouldn't have this, you know, they'll still definitely get this in different aspects of their day-to-day life. But I love that like Leo or, you know, any future children that I have, hopefully will see the work ethic that I have. And I would love to think that they would find that inspirational Mm -hmm. or drive them to, you know, make whatever career choices they want to. And especially if I had a girl, maybe that'd be slightly different that, you know, hey, you you can do this and you can be this person and you can have a career and you're not in, um, you know, a a box, which I do think there is still a very big stigma on of, are you a stay-at-home mom, you just couldn't clean. And you do not absolutely do that if you're a stay-at-home mom by any means whatsoever. Um, But that that shouldn't just be the option. Um, so yeah, you know, there are, there are pros to that. I also, I love that I have my own financial independence. Um, and I, I honestly cannot imagine ever being any other way. Mm. That for me is, is a really big thing. And I think, I don't know, you know, there are, I do love work for for me as a, just a human being and who I am. I love work. I love the sense of self achievement for me personally. You know, I always feel like I'm achieving something or I'm doing something with my life and I don't have that, oh, well, I'm just a mum. Well, I do still sometimes feel like, well, I'm just a mum now. But, um, you know, you do have that other element, I guess in terms of what people that have recently become parents often say is I've lost my identity. And I, I did definitely still experience that, but I do still think when I meet new people that maybe I haven't met before that have heard of me or know me through a friend, yeah. they know me through work things, which actually I quite like. Um, but then I guess on the cons, you know, the list could go on and on. The mum guilt is obviously unreal. Um, you have that, again, you know, whatever your situation is. But for me personally, I do really feel that very strongly. I do feel like I'm, I missed out on a lot of milestones. And that is time that you can never get back. And maybe in the future, if I did have the option, I would probably really like to take a year off. Because yeah. I do feel like that's when... Most of the cool, cute stuff happened. I remember being in tears one day because my nanny had sent me a video of Leo clapping and it was the first time he clapped. And I actually posted this on my Instagram and someone sent a nice message that was like, do you know what? You're just a great mum for even caring about that. And like there will be so many other milestones. But I just remember that having me in bits. Um, You know, you do miss out on a lot of time. Don't get me wrong. But I also think I really cherish my weekends. And I think... I make the most out of those two days with Leo because I've, I almost feel like I am compensating for the rest of the time. Yeah. But 
on the times that, especially now we're working at home more and I see him all the day, exactly. I'm like, do you know what? I can have a day to myself on the weekend because I don't feel bad. But yeah, it's I do think it's it's always hard. And part of me does always think, if I had the option, would I choose to quit work? And I constantly fluctuate between yes and no. Yeah, it is, it is a really, really, really hard juggle. But I do still love working and I still will always be career first I think yeah you're doing this career for Leo you're doing it for your children I think a big thing for working mums is a lot of the guilt like you just said like guilt is just it's always going to be there but I think being a mum stay at home mum and you go out for a night out you're still going to feel guilty. Definitely. It's, it's, it's everywhere. 100%. Um, I remember, like, I, I remember, like, it was mm. months ago. No, I remember us walking up the stairs to come here, and I was like, do you know what? It's really nice going up some stairs. Yeah. Because I have to, whenever I'm out of the house, I have to go in a lift because yeah. I have my baby. You have to think about it all. Yeah, you have to think about everything. And, I, yeah, I think the freedom is definitely something that is beneficial. I yeah. feel like I have become um, more myself like yes. myself before there's lots of people that I've met that have that now know me as a mum and didn't uh-huh. know me before and I posted something on my Instagram I don't know if you saw it recently I don't know if I did I feel awkward <laughs> could you like go back and you know put a like in that'd be great um and it was it was like photos of it was a video of Willow and I and it was like I oh we did see did this see I did because so I, like, I very much enjoyed the song yeah and it's a it's a video of Willow and she like comes in for a cuddle with me and it's like I love you so much but I miss her and that her is me yeah and like the person I was before babies and that's always going to happen yeah I feel like starting working again and working full-time is bringing that that me back and I think that that's a real big benefit because I do feel like when you said loss of identity identity I you know um resonated with that massively yeah I feel like I lost a lot of myself I think I I became a very anxious person yeah I feel like I became like a shell of what I once was that is aging that yeah. is me getting like older and and thinking that like I think of Willow first more before yeah. I think of anybody else like so you get that anxiety you get that sort of thought process of like oh well definitely. I can't do that because you know I've got Willow to look after and, and do you know what part of this is definitely something I think for both of us in the situation that makes me wonder would the length of maternity leave affect how you feel about that? Because I felt like, and again, I spoke about this actually recently, about the loss of identity for many reasons. You're just thrown into being a different person. Yeah. You are not you anymore. You However much you want to say, you're now. still the same person, but you're just a mum. Well, you're not because you're probably, your body is completely different. The way your Full brain functions yeah. is completely different. Yeah, your, your actual what's inside your body that you cannot control is completely different. And... Then when you go back to work, you don't have time to process any of that because you're like, God, am I still good at my job? Am I yeah. going to get fired? Are they going to replace me? Am I still going to be on top of stuff? How am I going to manage the house? What's for dinner? And it just goes on like that. Yeah. So when you don't even have that brain space to adjust, I think that, that for me, looking back on it, I think is probably what was most damaging because you have no time to think about anything, yeah. let alone your own internal feelings or just stuff. So I think it's really important to make time for that at some point. Yeah. And for me, I do wish it was earlier and it wasn't. And I think actually COVID and lockdown and working from home changed my life for the better. And it's not about face value or being vain or whatever, but I was miserable. I didn't feel like me or look like me. And now, yeah, as you said, I feel like it's just that it has been a transformation of maybe back to the person that I was a little bit. Um, 
obviously a bit, a bit older and a bit more tired. And but wiser. Let's add wiser, wiser. into that as I'll well. I'll take that. You can give me that. That's fine. <laughs> so at the end of every Community Conversations podcast, yeah. I ask a quick fire round of questions. Okay. Um, so okay. where is your favourite place to get a coffee in Dubai? Um, actually at home. <laughs> I just love a good old Nescafe. <laughs> the sachet or the pod? The, the, no, just the jar. Oh, okay. I'm that old school and it's the best. Okay, well, that's a good yeah. one. We'll all come around to Laura's house yeah. and have a Nescafe. <laughs> okay, and your favourite place to have a massage? I've never had a massage have in Dubai. Not? I swear. <gasps> okay, I'll I'm tell a working you mom, Valerie. I don't have time for a What's a massage? It's like a swear word. <laughs> I'll tell you one. Okay, I think you need to go to okay. the So Spa at the Sofitel, the Palm. Okay. okay. Uh, it smells amazing in it there. Smells amazing. It smells amazing. There's like four pools <laughs> that you can go to in the spa. Oh. And... Um, yeah, they've always got offers on as well. Oh, there you go. There you go. Checking it out. Because I've now told you where to get a massage. Where's yeah. your favourite place to get your nails done? Because you've always got amazing nails on. That I can help you with. It's like the one mum thing that I do to take time out. But definitely THT in JLT. Um, there's a girl there called Cece who is amazing. And the reason I love her, it's such a mum reason, but she's so quick. She is the fastest nail tech in Dubai. They always last a super long time. So I don't have to take extra time out. This sounds like an ad. It's not. But I just genuinely, you know how it is. When you find your nail girl, you are like set for life. So yeah, THT and JLT. Hashtag not spawn. Um, <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much for the time, Thank Laura. you, Bella. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. It is, isn't it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go home and wipe our kids' bums. Yeah, off we go. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Ciao. Thank you so much to Laura for joining me today. You can find her on Instagram at Lipstick in the Sand. If you want to be part of Community Conversations, make sure you email info at seeyouaround.app. For all things community, events and lifestyle, download the See You Around community app now.